Welcome to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. Brought to you by elevatebooks.com. Hello and welcome to another one of our Elevate Podcast. My name is Benjamin J. Harvey, the Difference Maker Mentor. And once again, we have the pleasure of interviewing an international best-selling author from the Elevate series. Now, if you want to find out more about them or any of the other authors in the Elevate series, be sure to check out elevatebooks.com forward slash authors, where you'll actually find a bunch of additional information and plenty of highly valuable and free, that's free resources you can download immediately to further assist you in elevating all areas of your life. So today we're speaking with Catherine Princeu. Now, Catherine has an incredible background, and I just want to go through a little bit about what makes her who she is and why she's so special in, in her ability to go out there and transform people's lives. Catherine grew up with a healing, well, really with healing and magic as part of her everyday life. Her grandmother, a Greek refugee, was a renowned healer, midwife, and soothsayer. And before she passed away, she mentored and passed on her knowledge to Catherine. This initiated Catherine into the healing arts when she was only 22 years of age. After an unsatisfying academic career, Catherine began to legitimize her grandmother's knowledge. She studied Western herbal medicine and joined the National Herbalist Association of Australia in 2000. She then studied Ayurveda in India that included treatments and Ayurvedic massage. She's a yoga and meditation teacher and uses yoga therapy such as pranayama and meditation in her healing programs. She also uses energy healing methods including crystal wands and energy psychotherapy taught to her by great masters in Australia, India and Tibet. After returning to Greece, Catherine discovered specific islands that aided deep meditation. Because she observed that healings performed here were more powerful and rapid, she developed comprehensive healing programs based on ancient Greek principles that take place in these energy locations. Besides healing, Catherine's passion is teaching. She loves sharing her knowledge in a simple and caring way in order to guide and empower people by helping them to become their own best healer. So today I'd like to welcome to the show Catherine. Hello. Hi Ben. Hi. How are you doing? I'm really well. Thank you. Excellent. Well thanks so much for being here today. You've had a pretty uh, varied background and definitely you've uh, had some incredible healing wisdom passed on to you by your, your grandmother. For the listeners out there who, who maybe are holding a copy of your book, Elevate Your Health, or wanting to know a little bit more about you, um, tell me, what, what is it that made you so inspired to want to go out there and, and do this healing work and run these retreats that you run? Well, Ben, I grew up this way. It was, it's almost like I lived and breathed this um, healing and magic all my life. Uh-huh. Even though, as, you know, as I grew up in Sydney, I did follow the Western education system, um, you know, where you're rewarded and praised for being clever, intelligent, going on to university studies, following an academic career. But in the end, that was so unsatisfactory. I had to leave all that behind and really follow my soul's purpose. And I did that as an adult. I did that intentionally as an adult, realizing that this is also meaningless. So I had to, and the other thing is I had to retrace my steps 
to legitimize what I knew. Because having gone through this education system, people use the logical mind. They need to understand something or they disbelieve it. They want experimental facts. So I thought, okay, well, I can't just believe this. I have to prove it first to myself that it's not just hocus pocus, you know, traditional mm-hmm. um, witchcraft. Yep. And, so, and also so I can uh, be able to express it to people. So I had to go ahead and learn the, uh, the legitimate way of how it all works because there's nothing mysterious about it. It's part of nature. It's the law of nature. We're just not aware of it because it's so invisible and so fine-tuned. Yeah, I love it. So you have been on such a, a, a diverse journey uh, encompassing a variety of different healing methodologies. So for the people who are out there listening and they're wanting to create some sort of transformation in their life, tell us a little bit about the healing system you use and also a lot, I know that a lot of ancient Greek wisdom comes into your processes and obviously you do all of this at your retreats so, so tell the listeners a little bit about your healing process and and how it all came about um, sure look the first thing I did when I decided to leave the academic career um, I started off learning about herbal medicine that was the first thing that was available to me at the time so Western herbal medicine and having gone through the magic of herbs and the healing properties and the wonderful results we got was incredible. But I realized also we're still only treating symptoms. This is not disease. We are treating symptoms in a more natural way. So I just kept adding on to this. I knew ultimately I would have to go into energy healing. But the whole process of our lives is just having support systems to help us to be healthy. We are meant to be healthy. Things go wrong and our health starts to deteriorate. Different things happen to us, whether they're accidental, emotional, all sorts of things, and we start to deteriorate. But our programming, our body, our life is for health and wellness and vitality. And all these other things are little props, little support systems to help our spiritual journey on this life to be healthy. So herbal medicine is great for treating certain symptoms of, of certain malfunctions. Um, of course, nutritional medicine, eating healthy, taking supplements when we can't eat healthy is great. Other types of healing, having traveled to different places. The traditional Ayurvedic um, system is also magic. It's fantastic. Treating the whole body um, as well as the elements because we're not, um, you know, encased in just ourselves. We're interacting with the environment with the seasons, with the different elements of the air, the earth, the, the trees, the water. And mm. everything is, oh, it's, it's piece by piece to put it all together, to make us healthy and well. And the one um, overall thing in all this is our emotions, because this is where disease starts, through our thoughts, through an emotion, if it's not something that's accidental. Uh, an injury or something we've taken. Um, so we have to also look at our emotions. And that's when I got more into energy healing because that's where it all stems from. When you look at a person as at a human being, we're not solid. We all know this. We all know that we're created out of energy. 
little particles of energy that make up atoms, electrons, neutrons, protons. But you have to somehow explain to people that this is where the disease starts, the malfunction starts. When a negative thought, a negative emotion enters this beautiful high energy space and starts to make us dull, starts to put dis-ease into our bodies. And slowly, slowly, this gets closer and closer and it enters our organs. It enters our actual physical body. Mm-hmm. So having, having a holistic program must take into account all of this. Of course, other props are the breathing. We have to breathe in a natural, clean environment, not in a polluted city. We have to exercise. Our body's made for movement. We have to move and exercise to the best of our ability and what's suitable for us. Uh, meditation, putting us in that high energy space of gratitude and connection to the divine and to the earth. It's a whole lot of things put together. I love it. So, can I go on? Yeah. And I guess, should I um, talk about the ancient Greek system where they put it all together? Yeah, I was going to ask because a lot of what you talk about in your chapter in this incredible book here, Elevate Your Health, that you've written, um, you talk about the ancient Greeks quite a lot. So I guess you've preempted exactly what I wanted to know. So how is the ancient Greeks tied to all of this? Okay, so having done all this investigation and traveling in different parts and picking up different modalities, putting it all together, eventually I went back to my heritage, back to my roots, and I lived in Greece for eight years. And there, in the summertime, because we have such beautiful weather, so many islands and so many beaches and gorgeous, pristine, clean beaches and waters, everyone's on the beach. So I've spent incredible summers um, on the Greek islands where I did do my meditations and my healing. And that's where I discovered there was a missing ingredient to it all. We all talk about holistic healing and we all know that all these things come together but there was one missing ingredient that came to me at that point because the healings I was doing in certain places were just incredible. They were far more um, intense and almost immediate to the healings that I was doing in the city. And it came to me that this is where it's at. It's the environment that plays a major role to the way people heal, to the way people receive energy. So I started to research the ancient Greeks that I was becoming very interested in. And do you know they were the precursors to today's hospitals? But their hospitals, yeah, their hospitals were not in a building, in a room, in a dingy little room full of negative diseased energy from the previous patients. They used to take the ill person out to the countryside, to the top of a mountain where they had a view of the horizon preferably the sea and the horizon because they want all the elements together and where the person can just be, breathe and expand. There's nothing worse than being ill and being in a little room. Your problems seem big, huge, immense. When you're out in nature, when you're out in space, in the infinite space of what is, your problems just disappear. You expand, you connect with all there is. You take on this energy and it helps you heal. This was a missing ingredient to a lot of healing. So, I love it. So they'd get yes. outside at the top of a mountain, they would expand out. And so you're saying on some level 
this process of just sitting out in nature and breathing and connecting and looking at the horizon, that all aids in your ability to, I guess, not amplify the size of the problem, but almost the reverse, shrink the size of the problem because of the infinite space that you see yourself in instead of being in a tiny little room. Is that kind of part of the process? Yes, exactly, exactly. And, you know, they used to stay there until they got well. It wasn't like having a, a few hours in the countryside on the weekend. They would live there, eat wholesome foods, have natural herbal medicines that were available, you know, um, close by because mm-hmm. they didn't transport medicines from another place, another part of the earth. They used what was local because what is local is for the person that's there. A, a lot mm-hmm. of um, different cultures believe that. The Aborigines, the Australian Aborigines, for example, they will only use the local medicine for what they need for the person's ailment. So, yes, and there will be physicians living there, um, healing, documenting. So, again, besides all these things, the fresh air, the breathing, the exercise, the healthy food, the herbal medicine, there was energy healing. And they Mm. defined it in two ways. As you know, the ancient Greeks have all these myths and all these gods and energies. And they really believed in that. When I speak of gods and myths, they are archetypal energies. So they would believe in this and they would get their energy healing in one of two ways or both ways. The indirect way would be through a healer or a priest or someone laying hands or praying over them or being the channel for this divine energy. And the other way would be the direct way where they would get their own visions and dreams and intuitive messages directly from the energy source, from their God. Yeah. And this was an integral, this was a really important part in their healing because they need to have this belief to stimulate the healing energies within because it's the person's healing energies within that will heal the, the body. I it love it, I love it. Yeah, it just needs to be stimulated somehow. All the other things are props, but it's the actual person understanding what is going on that is going to stimulate and produce their healing. So just for the... Sorry, go on. Yes, and the more um, high-energy environment, the more charged environment, the more intense the healing. Mm -hmm. And are there specific environments that are better than others? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, you know the difference being in a polluted city in the centre of the city to being in a natural, pristine environment that hasn't had the pollution. Now, um, I, I know that you've uh, travelled around a bit, and you've found that there are certain islands in uh, Greece or around there that have provided significantly accelerated healing processes. Can you tell us a bit more about that and, and these retreats that you run? Uh, yes, Ben. Uh, it's, like I said, it's quite accidental that I came across this. And then having invested, this is uh, the Cycladic Islands in the Aegean Sea, where they've had ancient civilizations. You know, the Atlantis um, myth from the island of Santorini. The Delos, the um, birthplace of Apollo, Delos Island. Um, Naxos, the, uh, the place where Zeus grew up, lived in a cave. All these, um, Keros, another one, where they've had ancient civilization and temples and places of worship 
these islands have the energy imprinted in them. They're still there. They're still divine. And in fact, when I've done the meditation there, I've got messages myself about the healing qualities, and I've seen it because I've questioned it. Why is it so intense here? And the messages would come that this is a place of healing. This is where the energy is a healing energy, a high frequency. It elevates people's vibrations to heal. So for the people who are listening in right now, what are some practical strategies or tools or tips that they can start implementing today to begin to uh, heal their energy and begin to get more vitality? What are some, some things they can do? Okay, besides, you know, eating well, eating healthy and as organic as possible, try not to eat, well, we don't know everything's polluted, everything's full of toxins and pesticides these days, but putting clean food into our body, breathing clean air, movement, doing exercise, and as much as possible, go out to nature, connect with nature, hug a tree, swim in the ocean. Do you know that swimming in the ocean for about 20 minutes has osmosis taking place where the minerals from the ocean enter our body and the oceans are magic. They have such healing properties. So it's very important to swim in a clean ocean because we're receiving all this. Um, To be in a clean forest, we're breathing all this. We're assimilating all this into us. And of course, meditation. Meditation is so important. The silent meditation, where you're just, you know, connecting, um, letting go, releasing, expanding. And also the energizing meditation, where you're receiving energy and you're distributing it to your body, to different parts of your body to heal. And also in the uh, meditations that we do in Greece, In the evenings, we do meditations to open the third eye. In Mm -hmm. in the mornings, in the daytime, the program is, you know, movement, um, breathing, um, energizing meditations. In the evening, the program goes to opening the third eye meditation so we can get our own visions, our own dreams, our own messages about why we got sick, about what it is we need to let go of. So there's lots of different types of meditations, but we do need to meditate. We do need to connect to a source bigger than us and part of us to fill up. So you're saying that uh, the listeners here, they can go for swims in the ocean as a a great way of uh, beginning a healing journey. They can also learn to meditate as well, and there's a variety of different meditation styles that that can be utilized. I also know that there's a, a... a bunch of information as well that you uh, talk about at your website, ancientgreekretreat.com. Uh, so, again, what, what are some other practical tips that they can take away? What are some other things that they could uh, start to apply straight away? Oh, yes. I think find the type of exercise that's suitable for you. Be, you know, besides eating healthy, breathing, meditating, you need to move the body. Whether it's walking, depends on the condition that you're coming from. You might just do walking. You might do yoga. You might do a more active sport. Um, And also your belief system, again, emotions. Letting go of negative emotions. Forgive those that hurt you. 
in the big scheme of things, all these things don't matter. You know, you're on a, on a different journey. You're on a spiritual journey. This is just little flicks, that, on your, flicks of dandruff on your collar that you've just got to flick off. Especially those that hurt you. Um, all the injustices that happen. Don't hang on to them. You're hurting yourself. Is there, is there a type of process that you generally recommend for people for who are wanting to let go? Um, these things happen on a one-to-one basis, Ben. We do mm-hmm. talk about these things, but everyone has different personal issues. And on the retreats, we do one-to-one healings as well, just to accelerate people's journey. Um, it depends what they have to let go. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. and when they let go of something, we have to replace it with the opposite. You know, there's a big gap there. You remove something and you have to replace it with something positive and joyous and happy. So you can live that as well. Got it. So you're saying that when people let go of something, it's really important to replace it with something else? Is that what you're saying here? Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. We need to change that perception. Okay, this happens, but let it go. I would rather it happen this way. So we change it to something more positive, joyous. Got it. I yeah. get it. Yeah. And so uh, is there any advice that you would want to share with the listeners who are wanting to go out there and elevate their health, elevate their life, elevate their energy? Or what, what sort of advice would you give them? Mm, where to start? There's so much <laughs> advice out there. <laughs> I mean, everyone's on their personal journey. But I think as all... Okay, we know the practical stuff. Everyone knows the practical stuff. We've read about it. You know, we've read too much about it. But reading is not enough. You need to do. You need to practice all this. Healing takes place when you do these things, not when you know about them. So you need to have positive emotions. You you need to let go. You need to forgive. You need to fill your life with joy and happiness. Have positive, happy people around you. And that's another thing on these retreats. Uh, the people that go there, they go through a questionnaire system and, uh, and we have a consultation. So, okay, they're small retreats, maximum number of 10 people. But for people to heal, they need to bond with happy, positive people that are on the same path. They want to reinforce each other because we become one. So it's very, very important, again, your environment, not just your physical environment, but your emotional environment. You need joyous, happy people. You need to have fun. You need laughter. Not to have a serious life all the time. Yes, there's a different hat when you're doing your business, when you have to be serious, but you need to laugh. Do you know there are certain programs for children that have cancer where they go on laughing camps? This is to stimulate Mm. the healing. Laughter Mm -hmm. stimulates certain endorphins and hormones in the brain for healing to take place. So the, so, people who are, yeah, so, so the people who are thinking about attending one of your retreats, um, so they're over in these specific islands and, uh, you know, what can they expect? What, 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 run me through a little bit of, you know, what, what they can expect from coming along to one of these incredible retreats you run. Okay, the actual healing retreat goes for 21 days because we know that it takes 21 days minimum to build up a habit. So we're doing certain things for 21 days and learning about them. So when they go away, they will do these things habitually. The actual, that's the 21-day retreat. 
but the actual time of the package is 25 days because we need one day to get to Athens. We need to spend one night in Athens before and after because the boat leaves the next morning to go to the first island. So it's 25 days in total. It's a premium retreat, which means you have single occupancy rooms, very, I mean, huge rooms, not a small pokey room. It's a huge room overlooking the horizon. That's the prerequisite for this retreat. Um, and it's single occupancy, so you are free. You are free to come and go. You are free to have your lights on any time you like. You don't consider anyone else. It's one of these retreats where it's total freedom, where you leave all your worries behind, all your worries and responsibilities, and you come away to honor your spirit, to value yourself, to put your pieces together and, and transform and be happy and healed and revitalized. Sounds um, wonderfully refreshing. I'm I sure there's know, no doubt I there's know. plenty of sitting around on mountaintops and staring at horizons in there as well. Um, there is, there's time where we do things together and there's time when you're free to do your own thing. And that's important because things happen, transformations happen. You need to absorb it. You need to assimilate it. And then when, you, when we meet in the evening, we can talk about what happened. But you need that special time alone that we don't have in the cities. We don't have when we're rushing around, you know, doing chores and responsibilities and families. We don't have that precious time for us. Mm. So, yeah, this is the gift we give to ourselves. I love it. I love it. Now, um, certainly, as I mentioned, that website earlier that people can go to uh, when they're wanting to find out more information about you, ancientgreekretreats.com. And uh, are there any uh, final words that you'd like to say to wrap up uh, our chat here today? Um, yes, I'm so blessed um, to be doing this, Ben. You know, I've had my own path of going from one place to another to another, drawing things together, and finally it's, come, it's all come together in this one place, in this big, under a big umbrella where it all fits in, all the pieces of the puzzle come together, and the missing part, like I've said before, was the environment. I'm so blessed and honored to be given the messages to do this. Um, again, I just, it, it's an invitation to people that are committed and serious about their healing that want to give it a go. It's, I think it's a blessing that's put out there for those that are ready to receive. I love it. I love yes. it. I love it. Well, look, thank you so much for your time here today. I really appreciate you sharing that information and the listeners have got some practical tips, you know, to stare at the horizon, to expand, to shrink the size of their problems, to feel the emotions they want to feel. Having good peer groups around them as well is important. Uh, and also you touched on the, the ancient Greek philosophies and the strategies that you utilize in your retreats as well. And, uh, you know, I think you've shared uh, some incredible value here today. So, so thank you once again for being part of this podcast. Thank you, Ben. Thank you for having me. I an really, absolute... really love being here. Yeah, it was a, it was a blast. So uh, for the listeners out there who are wanting to find out uh, some more information, again, you can go to that website, ancientgreekretreats.com. You can also go and check out uh, more about uh, Catherine's writings and, and what she wrote inside the book, 
by uh, checking out uh, elevatebooks.com forward slash authors. That's elevatebooks.com forward slash authors. And you'll actually see a picture of Catherine right there on the page. You just click on that picture and it'll take you through to a, an incredible amount of information that you can further immerse yourself around the retreats that she does and the incredible results she's getting with people all over the world. So, as always, if you'd like to hear any more uh, about uh, this author or any of the other authors, be sure to check out elevatebooks.com forward slash author. And I really want to um, thank you once again for your time. And always remember that giving yourself permission to do what you love, that really is the key to elevating all areas of your life. Until we meet again, share your light, live your love, and do whatever it takes to be your own best friend. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. For more information, visit www.elevatebooks.com.